The name of this daily devotional is called Communication. This is Dr. Hancock, Real Talk of Family Affair. Um, in book one, we talk about communication in relationships. According to Merriam-Webster, the dictionary defined communicate as to make known, to pass from one to another, transmit, to receive communion, to be in communication, to join, to correct. However, in relationship, the biggest thing that make or break any relationship is the level of communication. In addition, if each of us become busy in life fulfilling our own needs, what will be the purpose of communication? What will be the purpose of marriage? Furthermore, our lives will be so empty if all we did is stroke our own self and not others. Because each of, us, each of us is unique and special. If the only personal we had to, only person we had to deal with is ourselves, life as we know it would be so insignificant. When we are not concerned about our spouse or mate or sister or brother, it would cause harsh words to be spoken at a vulnerable time, especially if we are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So when we communicate in the natural, we are speaking with our words, but not just your words, your body language. Non-gestures um, are, are, we're speaking as well. So we have to learn what is the communication and what is the language of love to our brothers and sisters, especially to our spouse, and even more importantly, to our relationship in Christ. We have to learn that we are communicating because of circumstances, because of our past, and it's belief based on upbringing. How do we communicate? What are we accustomed to? And again, according to how we were brought up, will be um, it will represent everything on how we communicate. When we are communicating, you have to know that children don't do what we say they do, tell them to do. They actually do what they see us do. So again, that's why you see so many families, so many women grow up and become just like their mom was because that's what they absorb, they absorb and they watched growing up. So, and then the man grows up thinking that that particular woman is a type of woman because that is what he's seen all his life. However, if we do not allow the Holy Spirit to really um, speak with us and guide us to all truth, then sometimes it's not the best environment. Not saying that everybody is wrong or everybody is right. Anything outside of the word of God is wrong. So we have to make sure we are communicating. Well, how do we communicate with the Holy Spirit? The first thing we do is pray. Then we meditate and then we praise. The word of God says that those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And the only way we can do that is about studying the word of God, attending church, um, and getting in the word for ourselves so we can develop our own personal relationship with God. Sometimes the only relationship people will see with God is the one that you live. Everybody don't want to take that responsibility and really get in the word of God and allow God to develop them through, especially through our circumstances. And when the situation doesn't feel good, we have to make sure that we are allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us and direct us and guide us to all truth. God never said that it was always going to be comfortable. He always promised us, though, that he would make a way of escape. So how are you communicating today? How are you communicating with your children? How are you communicating on your job? 
you know, what is the Holy Spirit? Is he that standard in your life? And if he is that standard in your life, then he should be the person that directs you in every situation in your life and not, we always compartmentalizing God. Okay. Well, God, this is your part. This is your part. And God is saying, I'm concerned about my whole child. I'm concerned about the whole man, not just a certain part, not just that spiritual part. God is concerned about the whole man. So when we turn our lives over to the Holy Spirit and we turn our lives over to God and, and we, we, uh, get baptized because we are going down with him. And then we're coming up, we're washing in the blood so that we can be more like Christ. You know, the word of God says that he's looking to and fro, seeking whom he can show himself on behalf of. He's looking through the eyes of his blood at us because now as children of God, we have the blood that covers, the blood that set free, the blood that delivers. But until we really walk in that deliverance, then what is the purpose of having the power if we're not going to use it? Um, spiritual communication is studying the word of God while allowing the Holy Spirit to direct us to, to all truths. You guys, so it means that having that quiet time before you go out to that job, dealing with that boss that's not saved and, and, the, Holy, and the Spirit in him trying to do everything he can to buffet you. It is going out dealing with the children's school and you watch things and you see things that are not right. How are you going to respond? Are you going to allow the Holy Spirit to communicate with you how you should respond? Or are you going to respond out of the flesh? Is the carnal nature rising or the spiritual man is taking control? So it just depends on how you want to do that. Um, the word of God says, be not drunk with wine wherein is access, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in fear of the Lord. So if you had a man, have a man of God, a woman of God, if you have a husband, have a wife, again, the Holy Spirit is your first person that you reports to. And then the second person would be your spouse, your parents, or whatever the case may be. So again, you got to learn how to communicate and you got to be able to read, you know, what I say and how I say what I say. Then I, it, communication means that when I say something to you or you say something to someone, that means they can give it back to you in a way that you understand it. And it don't necessarily have to be the exact same words. Let me give you the perfect example. Um, love language. You know, how do you say? Some people say I love you literally just by doing stuff. It's not a communication. It's because I take the trash out, because I um, bring home the bacon, because I get the kids dressed. Then that shows you I love you. But the truth of the matter, those are things that you do. You know, so again, God is the standard. You know, the word of God says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So how do you communicate, you guys? How do you get past whatever is going on in your life and learn how to really get down in the trenches and communicate with the Holy Spirit? Because the truth of the matter is God is really concerned about your job. He's concerned about everything that you're concerned about. The Word of God says that he's been touched in every point with every infirmity that we have. 
And this is the confidence that we have in God, that when we ask anything according to his will, he'll hear us. And if we know that he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. So let's go a little deeper and let's talk about 2 Peter. Um, 2 Peter 1 and 3. Okay, 2 Peter 1 and 3. All right. It says, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. So again, the word of God lets us know, you guys, it's by searching. It's by diligently searching because the word of God says, if we seek, we will find. If we knock, the door shall be opened to us. And just having that confidence in the word of God, along with that relationship with the Holy Spirit, it changes everything. Um, Pastor Freeman talked about the power of agreement. Okay. Again, I think that is in Matthew um, 19, Matthew 19 and... 18 and 19, Matthew 18 and 19. And it talk about touching and agreeing. Um, you have to make sure that you are touching and agreeing. Touching and agreeing doesn't mean physically touching. That means you guys are coming on common ground and you are having a communication about what the expectation is. And when you have the communication about what the expectation is, now, because we had a discussion about it, now when it's time to go in prayer, we are praying the same things. So many times we communicate it. We just assume that everybody is believing what we're believing, but the truth of the matter, that's not always the case. You have to communicate with people to find out what it is, what it is they're expecting. And then once they're expecting, it's not your job to change the way they're thinking or change what they're expecting. It's your job to stand in agreement with them. Because if you stand in agreement with them, then you won't have to worry about not touching and agreeing because they have expressed to you what they want. Now it's your job to make sure that you are standing in agreement and asking God for what they're asking God for. Touching and agreeing is not, I'm asking for one thing and you asking for something different. It doesn't work that way at all. All right, so 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 8 through 18 says, Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Everything. Because again, keep in mind, whatever you're going through is always to perfect the Holy Spirit in us. And it's always leading us back to who we say that we are serving. You know, the enemy is always going to come. He's always going to come. He's always going to rear his head. And as we graduate from one level in God and move to the next level, he coming again. But if you prepared, if you would put on that whole arm of God, it's one thing to know that the enemy is coming. But it's something different when you already know he's coming and you don't prepare for when he get there. The whole purpose is to count up the cost, to position yourself, to um, take that position so that you can put the scope on the enemy so that you can bust his head to the white meat every time he show up his ugly head. First Peter 2, 
First Peter 2 and 9 says, First Peter 2 and 9, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praise of him who hath called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Um, but let's, let's get down to the nitty-gritty for a second. Because when we go through the things that we go through, there are so many people that go through such traumatic experiences. And the enemy always wants to kill the seed before it's even really planted. So when we go through hard situations and hard places, sometimes we look at it and we don't think that God is able to love us. But the truth of the matter, grace is not something that we earn anyway. Grace is God's unmerited favor. God give us grace. He give grace to everyone. And this is, it's up to us to really truly walk in that grace. Um, it takes the Holy Spirit to really guide us, all of us, to all truth. Everybody's situation can be different. Um, there are people that just go through traumatic, traumatic, traumatic experience and feel like they can't get past what they've been through. It takes God. Some people never get through that. And then what do we do as the church? We judge them. But the truth of the matter is you can't judge somebody until you walked in their shoes. And the truth of the matter, that's not our job. Our job is to love them. The word of God says that we owe no man nothing but to love one another and to display the very power of God every time we get into any situation. So when we learn how to display the very power of God and we learn how to love unconditionally like the Holy Spirit has shown us, if we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us to all truth, then the Holy Spirit will really teach us how to communicate to the people that we need to communicate to. And he'll also allow us to communicate the way we need to so that that person will really be able to hear exactly what we are saying. But my thing is sometimes we just, when we go through things, we don't always follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we retaliate and we be like, okay, tick for tack. But then that is not going to get you where you're trying to go, that's going to cause you to feel worse. Um, let me give you an example, a perfect example that um, you had, you was in a relationship and you find out that the man or the woman cheat on you and that thing devastates you, especially if you're in a marriage and then you decide, well, let me cheat on him, but that didn't make you feel any better. Okay. What you were supposed to do is get in the presence of the Holy Spirit so that God can really mend your broken heart because it's truly only him that can do that john 4 and 24 says god is spirit and they that worship him must worship him and in spirit and in truth you guys he loves us there is nothing god loves nothing more than the very creation he created but sometimes again according to our upbringing according to the things that we experience according to where we are according to um, the job that we have. We look at other people coveting what our brother and our, and our sisters have, but sometimes you don't know the thing that they experienced or the things that they went through to get what they got. But yet we look at them and we judge the situation and say, I can do better. Um, however, there is so much to be received. God has already designed our life. He's already, it's a fixed fight. The devil can't win. We just have to communicate with the Holy Spirit. 
so that he can lead us to all truth. How do we do that? Getting in the word, getting quiet, facing your situation for what it is so that you can allow God to come in and send, get godly counseling um, so that you can be put on the right path to recovery. The truth of the matter is most of the time when people go through any situation, they normally do not even recover. But why do they not recover? They're not recovering because they're not focused on what they need to be focused on. They're focusing on their pain. And everybody know that if you continue to rehearse whatever you experience or whatever you go through, you become deeper and deeper into that depression or that situation. God never said that uh, we weren't going through. He just always promised his children that he would make a way of escape for us. So you don't have to wonder if you can make it. You don't have to wonder if you're going to make it. All you have to do is just walk out the very words of God through the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you to what you need to. Your, you got to understand that your communication in every situation is representing you is representing the devil or is representing God. Okay. So which one are you representing? I want you to think about this thing. Every time you get ready to respond to a situation that might not be necessarily positive, think about it. And I want you to pause for a second and see what the Holy Spirit is saying. And what is, how is he telling you to respond? Everything that we need, the answer to everything we need is in the word of God. But if you do choose not to go seek it out, then you're not going to find it. Sometimes we want people, we become lazy. We don't want to communicate. We just want to look at TV all day, play cards all day, or whatever it is we want to do. Some of us want to work all day. I, listen, the Holy Spirit brings balance in your life if we allow him to. The Holy Spirit brings us to the expected end if we allow him to. The Holy Spirit is that key factor that if we would just utilize the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, there's so many things that we wouldn't even have to experience. Learn how to communicate because again, when you learn how to perfectly communicate with the Holy Spirit, what does that mean, perfectly, perfectly communicate? You in prayer, you in praise, you in consecration. At some appointed time, you have to come out from among them and be ye separate. Take some time for yourself so you can cultivate your relationship so you can learn how to communicate really what God is saying. Perception is reality. So we don't always know, but because perception is reality, we take that particular truth as our reality. And the truth of the matter, the only reality is in the word of God. But yes, we are facing situations and circumstances and even during this pandemic time, you have to make sure that you are connected to the one you're connected to so you can communicate the way you need to communicate so that you both can win, so that you both can move, so that you don't be paralyzed, so that you don't be crippled by the things that people say. If you would just search out the spirit behind what people say, if you know them, have a conversation with them and allow the Holy Spirit to discern. All of us have the spirit of discernment. It's just that sometimes we don't use it or we want to see things for what we believe them to be and it's not the truth. For those of us that walk out 
and walk with the Holy Spirit, then you already know. If you look back on that situation, there were so many intervals and times when the Holy Spirit showed you what it was and you chose not to believe him. But if you look back and if you just observe the different places in that particular relationship it doesn't necessarily mean a man and a woman sometimes we use our brothers and our sisters sometimes we use people and because our hearts are pure regarding people let me know on the front end i want to know that somebody's using me on the front end because if i find out after the fact it becomes something different and you really have to stay especially when you find out after the fact you have to really stay up under the blood because if you don't stay up under the blood you might respond in a non-favorable way and the holy spirit still is going to hold you accountable for that because again if you allow god to really really operate in your life you will get the best of every situation and you'll be able to discern when people are genuine and when people are undercover about whatever the situation is. So communication is one of the most important things, whether we are communicating naturally or whether we are communicating in the spirit. And we communicate in the spirit through prayer and speaking of tongues and um, just, just, just meditating on what the word of God said about a certain situation in our lives. So this season in our life, because of the pandemic is no different than any other season. It's just that now we have to be cautious, but even the more in the spirit it's always been that caution in the spirit, but we just have to trust God and communicate and don't look left or right. Keep your eyes fixed on what God is saying because God's word is going to stand. Um, he said before even the little tilt on the eye pass away. He said heaven and earth will pass away. So just know that whatever the word of God says, it's going to stand. It's going to be true. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen the way the Holy Spirit tells you it's going to happen. It's just that sometimes we are impressed with these emotions. The word of God tells us to guard our heart. For out of your heart are the issues of life that affect your very being. And then in another translation, it said, guard your heart. For your heart is deceitfully wicked. So if that's the case, then we have to make sure that our standard is the word of God and not our heart. Because he says, out of our heart are the issues of life that affect our very being. So when you're communicating, internalize it. Allow the Holy Spirit to really talk to you about how to communicate. And if you really allow him to be first in your life, then he will tell you and you'll be able to anticipate things more. And when people think they're getting over on you, you already know because the Holy Spirit has revealed it to you. So again, if you don't know how to communicate, then what you need to do is just get quiet. It's just like going to school for the first time. Um, going to a class for the first time. So if you're in, in class with the Holy Spirit, then listen, lay prostrate before God. Take time, just like you take time to go to work. Take time to spend time with Christ and the Holy Spirit every day in the Word of God so that your relationship can be cultivated. Once you cultivate your relationship, then you will really begin to hear. If you can hear, then you can understand. If you can understand in the spirit, then you'll be able to communicate with the Holy Spirit and not just in the spirit, but in the natural. 
and God would begin to just share with you. Um, quiet the voice in your head. Sometimes we go through situations and it's so loud and we just feel like we're in survival mode. So we just want to know how to get this thing done. But if you would just take a moment and allow God to really speak to you and communicate to you through the word of God. Okay, in this situation, in your life, whatever is going on, find that scripture, get that concordance and find the scripture to speak to your situation and watch God work. But you got to believe him. You got to believe him. And if you if you can't believe him, find somebody who has the faith that godly counseling is so important. And plugging in is so important. People say, even those who have never went to church, there's so much church on Facebook now, it don't make no sense. So there's really not going to be any excuse for anybody who do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins. Because again, the word of God tells us what we need to do. And if you would just follow the instruction of the Holy Spirit, you will be able to communicate and communicate well. Okay, this is Dr. Hancock, Real Talk, a family affair.